everybody. <clears throat> oh my god. <laughs> my voice was so bad when I just... <laughs> I didn't know it was going to come out like that. <laughs> I haven't talked very much today, maybe. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> um, hi guys, welcome back to a new episode. Thank you for joining me. And today, today's episode is going to be a part two to the part one um, that I just put up of about body image. So I didn't say in that episode that it was going to be like a one and two parts to it or whatever. Um, Because I wasn't sure if I kind of needed to do a part two. But um, listening to it back, I obviously did miss a couple points that I wanted to kind of talk about revolving around the topic of body image and kind of just like body acceptance and things along those lines. So yes, today's the part two of that. And... Um, I actually wrote down some points that, the things that I actually wanted to talk about, and this is the first time I've actually planned for a recording, you know what I mean? I usually just, um, you know, do it off the top of my head or whatever, but let me just paint you the picture of me right now before I, you know, get into this. So, it's about almost 11 a.m. I'm in the parking lot in between a Meyer and a abandoned Macy's. Macy's? I think it's a Ma- Well, there's other stores in there, I think, but the main, you know, thing, the main, like, building is Macy's, I'm pretty sure. <clears throat> and I believe they're completely out of business. Um, which is another thing that I was thinking about today. It's, like, very kind of sad to see a lot of a lot of the stores and a lot of the businesses that kind of, like, I grew up on and, you know, like, my siblings grew up on and, like, the most, the popular places that were popular, you know, 15 years ago and even longer than that, you know what I mean, 20, even 20 years ago and a lot of those places are very, a lot of them are gone, to be honest, besides, like, the, the, the fast food aspect, um, those stores, Um, Obviously, fast food places are still here. Maybe a couple chains um, here and there aren't around anymore. Oh, my God. (laughs) Dude, speeding through the parking lot. Um, But, yeah, the fast food places are relatively still here. But I feel like in the last maybe four years or so, even maybe three a lot of places are being just, like, demolished and taken over by chains or, you know, bigger corporate stores or just going out of business completely and just sitting vacant, which is an even sadder, a more sad, you know, image just to drive by every day, like an abandoned, you know, an abandoned mall that you used to go to when you were younger or an abandoned, um, like, movies movie place you know family videos and like movie galleries and shit like that are literally extinct (laughs) there's like maybe one or maybe just one that I can even think of in in my area of uh the family videos at least and actually just a couple days ago I was driving around in southern Ohio and they had a movie gallery (laughs) that's what made me think of that um they the sign was there and everything but like obviously the building and the business wasn't there but it said movie gallery it had like the thing like the logo and everything it was really weird to see that but yeah like malls um outlet stores 
video stores for sure. Um, restaurants here and there. I know Steak and Shakes are going out of business or doing some weird like remodeling or rebranding or something like that. But they're still out of business pretty much. Big boys aren't a thing anymore, really. Um, I'm sure there's a, there's a ton more. But yeah, it's just like, it's really... Oh, so my point of, of all that was it's very weird to... For just in my lifetime, like in my, you know, 22 years of living, and like almost like a little bit more than half of that of what I actually, you know, remember and not as a toddler. But um, it's weird seeing like just what I know as like a store or a mall or a place to not be that anymore. And I can only imagine how much harder or and like more weird that is if you're like currently probably over like 40 or 50 like over that age and you have gone through these extreme like changes oh my god these people are literally gonna hit each other (laughs) i've seen more wrecks and more stupid fucking drivers in my entire life like the past six months i've never seen people drive so horribly and just not be courteous to pay attention to anybody around them Oh my god. But anyway, um, yeah, like, I I could only imagine being, like, in your 60s or 70s or 80s, and obviously older than that, and just go through, like, the immense amount of changes they've gone through from, you know, growing up in, like, whatever years, like, the 40s or 50s or 60s, I don't know, something around there, and the depression and all that stuff that they went through where you literally fucking like um traded fucking chickens for bread or whatever the fuck you know what I mean or you had to just live off of like one half a loaf of bread for like a month or some shit like that you know what I mean and um but now you can (laughs) like you can literally fucking order food off your phone didn't have the phone back then couldn't order food back then didn't have restaurants and fast food like we do now don't have any of this stuff you can literally sit on your fucking couch in your underwear order your shit on your phone and they deliver it to your door like that's insane that's an insane amount of change from that long ago till now and if you're in your 70s or 80s or 90s you lived through all of these changes and imagine how mind-boggling that is. I don't even like these all these changes that are that have gone on, you know, in the last 10 years. Like, technology-wise and just business and corporation-wise. I can't even wrap my head around it. And I know that, like... No, actually, never mind. Scratch what I was about to say. It The technology alone is just insane. And it's just insane amount of change. It just, it just in my time, let alone... 90 years worth of living you know what I mean but that was like a okay that was like such a long tangent (laughs) and that's not the topic for today topic for today is body image and I forget how I go oh oh (laughs) I'm like all over the place (laughs) oh yeah I forgot to mention that I'm also very hungover (laughs) so I'm surprised I even have this much this much energy but I just got done. So this is why I got into this conversation. I forgot that I started at painting you guys the picture of what I kind of look like right now recording this in my morning so far. That brought me into the where I'm parked and the Macy's and the rundown, whatever, whatever. You know what I mean. So let me paint you that picture without all the 
nonsense. <laughs> in my car, in the parking lot, I just got done woofing down McDonald's breakfast, and I also got a smoothie from Robex. Um, to try to, that's, that's my remedy for hangovers. <laughs> um, my remedy, like, the next, the day after, like, you know, like, a hangover, no, 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 the day after drinking, I mean, and, like, the morning after that, um, I'm no stranger to the old McDonald's breakfast, <laughs> and obviously it's not super health, it's not healthy for you or anything. I was gonna say super healthy, but it's not even remotely healthy, <laughs> except for just fucking soaking up alcohol, I guess, but, um, yeah, so I just got done whooping that down, and this is a pro tip for you guys, and I'm sure a million fucking people do it, but if you're getting, like, a breakfast sandwich from McDonald's or whatever, or honestly anywhere that sells sandwiches and hash browns, get, like, two hash browns if you just want to eat one, and then use the other one for, um, put it on your sandwich, and it just makes your fucking sandwich so much better. It's so good, especially if you don't eat meat and you just get egg and cheese. Um, so egg and cheese and a hash brown and with your, like, the McMuffin or whatever the fuck you get. Oh my god, so good. And then my fat ass always has to get two hash browns because I want one by itself, like, singular, just to eat on its own. I can't just get by with putting one in my sandwich and calling it a day. Like, <laughs> I want the whole experience of eating one hash brown by itself. And that kind of brings me into my topic, actually, with my relationship with food. <laughs> that would be one of my weird things about my relationship with just having physical food in front of me. Like, the, the visual of it. And I don't know what that is, really. I just... So, mostly, the reason I do get have to get two hash browns or whatever is because even though I know that I already put one whole hash brown in my breakfast sandwich... The fact that I don't have another item, like, sitting... Like, I don't have another item with my sandwich. With the breakfast... You know what I mean? Like, I want to see the... I want to see another physical item there. Even if I'm not even hungry enough for another hash brown. I just want two, like, items there. I don't know if that makes any sense. <laughs> I don't know if that literally makes any sense. But yeah, that's just, like, a weird... <laughs> that was, like, the loudest gulp I've ever taken. But yeah, that's just a weird that's one of my weird things just like visually with food and my relationship with food and we're, we'll talk about that a little bit today obviously because we're still talking about body image um but yeah I can't. <laughs> so I'm in my car um I am laid back in my seat a little bit I got my childhood brats pink I pink brats blanket <laughs> And I'm wrapped around in that because I'm freezing to death and I can't have the heat on full blast because my car's not all the way on. And it'd be too loud for me to talk over for this recording, so I'm freezing. Uh, my body is in severe aches and pains because of how much I drank last night. And I've noticed um, within the last year or so that... Not even that long, honestly. Ever since, like, the past couple months where I started my kind of medical journey, figuring out kind of why my body's doing the things it's doing. And this is, like, a weird side effect of everything. Um, not weird. It's, like, probably, it's very, like, common. So, like, you normally get, you know, achy and, like, 
fatigued and just feel weird when you're hungover. Well, I've noticed now that when I drink beer or liquor or anything, any type of alcohol, it severely hurts my joints and my muscles and like literally just like, oh God, excuse me. Literally just like my joints hurt so bad. And I know that they're like irritated and inflamed from the alcohol. But it's been worse ever since I had all this medical stuff going on. And I want to do a whole episode about um, kind of my symptoms and what I eventually got diagnosed with. Just not because I really want to talk about it or tell a lot of people about it. It's only because if by chance somebody listens to it and has the same symptoms or think they have similar symptoms and they've never got that checked out and it could be something more not more serious but just more than they think it is um and they hear that from my you know my podcast about my like symptoms and stuff so that would be like just help you I'd be like helping somebody you know what I mean so that's the only reason I want to do a full episode about everything but basically right now for the sake of this um I guess they kind of diagnosed me with like slight celiac disease slight PCOS um I have an abnoma tumor a brain tumor and an abnoma is just another word for brain tumor or just another word for tumor I mean excuse me and um it's very 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 small um like probably the size of a pea even half of a pea um so those are like the three main kind of things that they kind of I basically got I ended up with from my months and months to the doctor but but anyway the reason I only said that is because um I obviously have to stay away from gluten and things along those lines and processed food and fast food and blah 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 so I treated myself today is what I'm trying to say at McDonald's because I needed something to help me with my hangover pains even though it's gonna turn around and give me a different a kind of a pain in my uh, stomach because of the flare-up from the gluten <laughs> and obviously I could have taken the bun the McMuffin fucking top and bottom off of my sandwich and just eat the <laughs> eat the insides <laughs> even though this is gross but I, I could uh no 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 never mind never mind <laughs> that's gross um yeah, and even the breading on the hash browns and the whatever they use for it, too, um, also is, I'm pretty sure, gluten in it, or the oils or some type of shit they use, and a lot of places don't have gluten-free fries or hash browns or whatever, so that's a bummer, but, yeah, so that will, I can already feel it, that, the McDonald's and the, the smoothie I just got, are really doing wonders actually right now for my body. I feel a lot better than I did like an hour ago. (laughs) And um, even just a smoothie alone probably would have made me feel relatively good because of all the like, you know, nutrients in the smoothies and stuff, which is exactly why I got the smoothie. And especially like little juice shots. Um, Sometimes I usually get them at the, while I'm getting my smoothie at the same place. And they're like turmeric, ginger, lemon, wheatgrass type of juice shots and honestly like 
even like 20 minutes after I take one of those, I physically feel better. Like I can feel it in my body. And that rarely happens with me. Like I usually don't really feel the effects of like a food or a juice or a, except unless I just drink really strong coffee, I feel the, the physical effects of something I'm putting in my body. But yeah, it doesn't really happen to me very often, but I can tell when I take those juice shots and stuff like that. But anyway, I feel like I missed a whole, like a whole point of what I was getting at, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and now I'm worried about that. I, I don't know if I was talking loud enough throughout the fucking 16 minutes that I've already been talking for some reason. I feel like I haven't been talking loud enough. And I know that, um, like, quiet podcasts and, like, unclear podcasts are very much a pet peeve of mine. Um, it's, like, irritating to me. Even, like, people's podcasts that I do follow and they just have, like, a one-off or, like, a two-off episode that doesn't have as good quality or is, like, too quiet or something. I sometimes will just skip it, to be honest. I won't even listen to it because I just hate that. And it's even worse whoa this person (laughs) this person (laughs) was carrying a a single cigarette in their mask like the mask was holding it in on their face it wasn't lit but it was just like sitting in there and as soon as she pulled her mask down she like just popped it like she rolled it into her mouth like it was just resting in her mask (laughs) god damn (laughs) That's funny. Oh no, this really old person. This really old woman staring at me, putting her groceries away while I'm just sitting here talking to myself. (laughs) Awkward. I love gray hair on like older women and men and stuff like that. Um, Not even older, but like, you know, you start getting gray hair when you're. People get gray hair when they're younger too. Just depends on your genetics and your stress level and stuff like that but um I love like women's gray hair and my mom like so she's around the age um obviously that she is like having gray she has gray hair not like two gray hairs like her whole head is you know basically gray it's gray and blonde mixed together at this point but um you know she's self-conscious about the gray and I know a lot of women are um almost you know every woman that I've every like older woman or just woman in general that I've talked to is usually self-conscious about their um oh god stretch that's self-conscious about their gray but I like it I think it's really pretty on people and like it's so trendy and pretty that like um you know people like in their 20s and 30s get their hair like a gray silver tone like a color you know what I mean it's like trendy but um Okay, okay, I'm, I need to get into this episode. That was literally the longest intro I've ever done. Um, it's going on 20 minutes now of <laughs> just the intro. And I know that's also one of my pet peeves. Oh, okay, really, really quick, guys. <laughs> really quick, guys. Okay, one thing that I was going to say right before I started this that was just a stupid thing. Um, so in this parking lot of the grocery store, on the poles, like the light poles... Um, you know how places have, like, numbers or, like, letters? Not even a lot of grocery stores. This is, like, one of the ones I've... The first ones I've seen in a while or I've paid attention to. But 
they have like um you know like they have the numbers or whatever on the poles or like letters and numbers or whatever combined and for some reason the ones on these poles um remind me of like when you're at cedar point or like what's the other one six flags where they have um just like the numbers on the pole in the parking lot and that's just like that was a weird nostalgic like childhood thing for me for some reason and it just reminded me of it and it's like a relatively sunny like nice day out and it reminded me of just being at cedar point or like six flags when i was younger and like the huge parking lots with the huge poles with the numbers and the letters on them and shit like that and like the seagulls in the parking lot and stuff yeah i don't know that just reminded me of it and that was very stupid. And also now I'm self-conscious about not talking loud enough again. <laughs> that will be all fixed when I actually get a setup and have and hook my microphone up. My my real micro microphone. But anyway, um, I need to end the actual longest intro in the entire universe and get into today's episode topic is body acceptance part two and this isn't gonna be this is more so gonna be just me kind of going off of the things that I uh had written down so it won't be like super flowy it would just be kind of probably me just spewing off facts not uh, you know what I mean so the first kind of thing I have down is it's the clothes not your body and that is a huge point to be made because I'm guilty, obviously, of still doing this um, sometimes. But I'm trying to train myself not to be. Because I know for a fact that it's not the clothes that I'm putting on my body that's making it not that's making me not look right. Or no, I'm, it is the clothes, is what I'm trying to say. I, <laughs> I messed that up. I know for a fact it is the clothes that I'm putting on my body um, that are making me not feel great or not look great or whatever you know it's not my body it's just the clothes that I'm trying to force myself into or like this I didn't get the right size I didn't get the right shape I didn't get the right length I didn't get the right width I didn't get the right material it's it's all those things combined and obviously um it obviously I sorry I just got like thrown off because this woman this woman next to me (laughs) but yeah it's 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 not your body it's the clothes that you're trying to put on and it's hard to kind of get around that when you've either gained a lot of weight quickly or lost a lot of weight quickly because your normal clothes that you you know your everyday clothes that you love all of a sudden don't fit right or they don't make you look the best they don't make you look how you want to look and feel it in them like they used to at least and um yeah don't take that that's not personal it's not your body there's nothing wrong with your body shape and size it's literally just the clothes that you're trying to put on and that's like 80 percent of the problem half of the time um so just keep that in mind and put the shirt down take it off try another style try another size try another shape just put it on see if it fits doesn't fit doesn't look right take it off my thought goes in your head thought goes out that's all that's all it has to be it doesn't have to be a huge deep like emotional thing and I know trying on clothes and clothes shopping in general is is it it is emotional sometimes 
And it's frustrating when you don't, when you're not finding the right fit. And if you find yourself, you know, knee deep in a bunch of fucking clothes and shirts and dresses and pants and blah, 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 that you've tried, you've been trying on at the store, you know, for hours and nothing is fitting you right, you haven't even found one item, just put everything away. Tell yourself that you still love your body and it's not your body's fault. It's literally just the clothes. Put everything back on the shelves and try a different store. Sometimes trying all the sizes and styles at one store still isn't the good, isn't, you know, enough. And that's frustrating, but it's just true sometimes. So just try another store and just look at it as a positive thing that you get to try new stores now that you maybe would never normally go to. Um, for clothes shopping, you know, so it should be a fun experience. It doesn't have to be emotional and distress, you know, stressful. So keep that in mind. Um, let me get rid of this and move on to the next topic. Um, let's see. That kind of goes along with this next one, I guess, in a way, um, which is confidence is key. And I know it sounds, it's very easy to say that, <laughs> and it's another story to actually feel that way and act that way, and confidence goes across the board really in every aspect of your life. You're confident, if you're confident in your job, or you're confident in your schooling, or college, or first dates, dates in general, anything like that, any new experience, anything you need confidence in, if you act with t- confidence you are going to look and sound and feel like the baddest bitch in the room. <laughs> and that's how it should be. Because if you have confidence, people trust you more. They, they'll they listen. They're more willing to listen to you because you look so confident in what you're doing and certain about what you're about to say or what you're about to do. So confidence is key when it comes to your body image. Um, and I wrote down... Um, while you're like confidence is key while you're on dates when you're with new people new friends just people in general um out at restaurants or bars or especially when you're getting intimate with somebody so you know just having sex or doing whatever you know kind of thing you want to do that's intimate um confidence is key baby and if you act with confidence you know when you're being intimate first of all they're not gonna know and second of all uh, they're probably just as, like, nervous or, like, maybe not so confident about their body, just like you are, and mostly everybody feels that way, even the most, like, literally, this is just proving the point, even the most confident person usually has a lot of insecurities, and I'm not saying use confidence till, like, the day you die and ignore all of your insecurities and ignore all your problems, like, no, but just use confidence in those moments in your, you know, life, in your daily life that you need to use them in, to make yourself feel better for the time being, but don't just throw all your problems under the rug and just cover them up with confidence, you know what I mean? Because sooner or later you're going to crack or break and all of your insecurities and all of your issues that you've been shoving down and just faking it till you make it are going to come exploding up and you're going to have like a huge meltdown, (laughs) basically. So confidence, you know, goes a long way, but understand how to use it as well. Um... I guess I'll just go into this one, even though I don't really want to talk about this one next, but I have written down trendy doesn't always have to be equal to confidence. 
and um that's kind of like one of that was just a random kind of thought I had but it means that you don't like yes the very trendy like on brand like on like on trend fashionable clothes that are going on that are like popular right now yes most of the time those do maybe make you feel the most confident because you know you're in the safe zone you know you're already in the safest clothes you could be wearing to look good because you're in trendy clothes so someone's gonna glance at you one time and glance away and not kind of think twice about it because they you're wearing you know head to toe the trendiest thing right now and you're kind of just in the safe zone you know what I mean that can go either way because also if you're trying to wear something really trendy or do a style really trendy it could be very you know some some of the trends are very kind of wild to be honest like some of them I mean I don't even do a lot of them because it's it's kind of out of my comfort zone and again if you so if you want to try really trendy things that you're afraid to try like dressing a certain way or dressing up and doing this or doing that that is also where you could use confidence you know what I mean um but if you don't want to do those things and you're kind of just wearing comfortable like trendy average clothes because they make you feel the most safe and neutral and you know just kind of covering up the confidence with being safe um I encourage you to like go out of your comfort zone and wear what you want to wear and what you truly want to wear to that makes your body look good you know your body looks good in that in that like you know really like out there dress or whatever but you don't like you're afraid of what other people are gonna think that's kind of hard to get out of my head to get out of my head um into words so I'm just gonna move on to the next topic (laughs) I could go back and forth with things about that for like an hour (laughs) but I think you get the gist of that one (laughs) Uh, yeah I hope that came across all right um all right let me see Okay, so these ones can go together. Um, Basically, the one I have written down is, nobody notices your shape or size except you, so stop being self-conscious. And the other one I have is, um, I'm not going to read it because it's kind of sloppy, but basically the other one is me trying to say that, so when you're in a grocery store or somewhere, I'm just going to use grocery store as an example, and you're very self-conscious and hyper-focused on how you look and how other people are seeing you. Like, you're worried about what other people, like, if other people, like, are looking at you and making a judgment, I guess. But you're not really making a judgment on them because you're so hyper-focused on yourself. So if you're so focused on yourself... What do you think everybody else in the grocery store is is also focused on themselves? So if everybody say there's a hundred people, you know, in a grocery store and they're all f- hyper focused and self conscious about how they look, they don't give a fuck what you look like because they're not even paying attention because they're so worried about you know fixing their shirt or fixing their hair or standing a certain way or. And I'm not saying that's good, a good thing. 
I'm just saying don't be so worried about what other people are thinking about you because mo- most of the time, 80 fucking 5% of the time, they're too worried about what they look like. So they're not really bothered about what you're doing or what you're looking like because everybody kind of feels the same to an extent, unless you're just an asshole and stare at people and judge people for no reason in a grocery store. <laughs> but yeah, so if that makes sense, if you, you understand what I'm saying, um, that goes a long way. And so just really try to not be so self-conscious when you're out in public or around new people or just around people in general because... Nine times out of ten, they're too worried about how they look to really care about how you look, <laughs> to be honest. Ugh, was, oh my god. Well, that was probably gross to listen to, sorry. <laughs> I just stretch. Yeah, so those two, um, yeah, those, those go hand in hand, so we already talked about that. Um... The last little part... Wait, how am I going here? Oh, yeah, I'm 13 minutes in. That's fine. Um, So the last kind of thing I wanted to talk about before I get into everyday, like, lifestyle tips for maintaining or being accepting of your body image is body acceptance is not only physical at all. It's obviously very, very mentally and emotionally taxing. Oh my god, excuse me. I burped on my McDonald's. Um, But yeah, it's not... Obviously, it's not only physical or, you know, physical appearance. It's extremely mentally mentally and emotionally taxing. And just very... um, I don't really know the right words for it. I mean, it's detrimental to your mental health very much so and um that really goes into a whole I kind of talked about this on my last the part one of it of this you know topic because I kind of talked about eating disorders and things along those lines and those are obviously very mental mental those are mental health issues because you know having an eating disorder having a bad relationship with food always goes back to your you know, psychological health and your mental health and everything that has to do with all of that. And that's a whole can of worms that would take me, you know, hours to really explain and talk about. But again, I'll just leave you with, look up the, this is actually one of my topics actually. So research and and look up the psychological and the sociological connections with you know, people and their eating habits and their eating disorders and what makes you do this and why you're doing that and things along those lines and not to only really learn about it and just have an understanding, but also to have an understanding to a point where you could help yourself. Um, and I'm not saying diagnose yourself and, and then try to cure yourself. Um, that's obviously for a doctor, like you and your doctor or you and a professional to be doing, but there's just little things that you can still be knowledgeable about and knowledge is power. So don't hesitate to, you know, research things and have an understanding of, you know, maybe why you're doing these things or not only why you're doing them, um, things that you can do 
better habits you can do instead of those things. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So, I mean, keep that in mind. Um, let me see. And the... Honestly, when I'm having really bad depressive, um, you know, days that, I'm, that I have really bad mental health and just a really low day, I typically don't like the way I look. You know, I don't like my body image when I'm in a really bad mental state because your mental, your, this is the root of my entire podcast, the connection between your mind, body, and your soul. Your mind and your body are more connected than you really, than any of us will really ever know. And, um, that's exactly why, you know, when you're having a really good mental health day, you think you're the hottest, like, baddest bitch ever. You know what I mean? And, because they're connected. And that's normal. But it's not normal for them to be so skewed out of, you know, reality that you're emotionally bullying yourself every day because of things like that. And so, um, keep, just keep that in mind. I swear I just saw a bird flying to Myers. <laughs> I swear I just saw a bird flying to Myers. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> I don't know, that was so funny. <laughs> oh, a big, big bird, too. <laughs> but yeah, so. Just uh, don't beat yourself up about your body image when you're having a bad mental health day because it's not your body it's just your mental health and I'm not saying just as in mental health isn't important but it's not your body your body is not like exceptionally heavy fatter looking that day or exceptionally just disproportionate that day like no none of that is true that's all just hyper-focused, like, anxiety thoughts that are going rampant in your brain for no reason. And those are the kind of mental health things you need to kind of get under control and just have an understanding of how to control those things Um, because they're all connected. And, yeah, it's not your body. You know, it's just your whatever state of mind you're in that day. So just keep that in mind. Um, And... The last two things I kind of wanted to wrap this up with is just kind of um, little tricks and stuff like that. So if you're trying to maintain a certain body image or you're doing maybe a certain diet, whether you just want to be healthier or it's for medical reasons or you want to just like lose weight or gain weight um, or gain muscle or lose muscle or whatever you're trying to do, um, the biggest thing that could probably impact a lot of things um Oh, and like your mood, a lot of your moods for, you know, the day and stuff like that. Because the things you eat and the things you drink do affect your mood and your emotional state and your physical state and your mental state and all those things. Um, so the biggest kind of tip that I could give is to um, meal prep your foods and most of your drinks, unless you just only drink water prep that too you know get buy yourself a nice you know canteen like a water canteen and carry it around with you I have a hydro flask and that thing has saved my life since the literal day I fucking got that in the mail 
I love my Hydro Flask. I've had it for damn near fucking three years now. And it has some dents in it. (laughs) But I am so lost without it. (laughs) To be honest, like, I bring that, I bring it everywhere. And, um, fortunately at my house, well, no, you can have, anybody could have this now because, well, so I was going to say, fortunately at my house, I have, like, the thing on the fridge that you can fill your stuff up with with water. Um, but, but now you can just buy those, like, 15 25 dollar brita filter things that you like the jug things that you fill up from the sink and keep in your fridge and you just take it out and pour your cup of water with it whenever you want and it's filtered or you can obviously buy the filters that you just stick right on your faucet and get water like that um but yeah so i i love my hydro flask there's obviously other brands you could use or just literally any kind of water bottle i just love it i I'm constantly a thirsty thirsty person for the most part too and it's sustainable it's basically like almost lifelong like lasting like it's not gonna break or you know what I mean it's not gonna nothing's gonna happen to it unless I literally like shatter it somehow or something like runs it over or I just lose it um so it's sustainable in the fact of I don't have to use plastic water bottles plastic straws or buy from a you know, buy a, a water or a pop or a drink through a drive through every day. And it keeps me away from, it, it keeps me away from, you know, going through fast food every day and getting like a pop for a drink just because I'm thirsty. Like I always have it with me. So I always just drink the water and it's made me love water even more than I already did. You know, I already loved, love water in the first place. And I know a lot of people don't, but this will, I guarantee you this will at least somewhat, you know, um, have you have a better relationship with water and get you to drink more water throughout the day. And that, that makes you feel good all around. You know, you can get, it helps, it just helps you all around. So that's, that was a whole rant about water, (laughs) but, um, but no, I mean, that keeps you away from, you know, getting sugary pops all day long or sugary juices, the bad kind of juices. Um, you know, sugary coffees or alcohol even, like, if you, and when you have something so convenient right next to you all day, um, it's great, so that's, that's for beverages, I guess, but, um, as far as meal prepping your food, that will 100% help you stay away from the foods that you particularly just don't, that, that the foods you particularly want to stay away from at this moment in your body acceptance journey, so it's, somewhat of a lot of work maybe at the very beginning you have to gather all your stuff you know but it saves you from you know going to the grocery store super often because you can make one relatively big kind of trip and get all the little ingredients that you need for like meal like your certain meal prep and just fucking box up all that shit and then that's your snacks and that's your food and you don't have to and it's simple and it's easy and it's already cooked and it's right there for you and there's no absolute shame in taking your snack your prepped snacks and your prepped food with you wherever you go if you if you know that you're gonna maybe be with people that are gonna go out and eat food or stay at home and having a dinner but you necessarily can't eat what they're having because of the things I listed earlier you know your diet whether it's for medical reasons or um, just, you know, body health reasons, whatever journey you're on. So, or the food restrictions, restrictions, 
blah 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 restrictions that you have so there's no shame in bringing your snacks and your food everywhere like shit like i'll bring my snacks anywhere i go if i know that people are gonna be like eating or i'm gonna be gone for a long period all day and um saves me money i don't get fast food it saves me you know i don't get the bad the processed foods and all that shit it just it's a lifesaver those are my two that's like my biggest tip to anybody that's trying to do whatever they're trying to do with their body just have a better feel for their own body image because if you know hey I ate really great all day and it was delicious like I'm so happy that my body got all that nutrients and I didn't and I didn't put bad foods in it all day that's gonna trigger something and motivate you to keep doing that and keep that momentum and keep eating really good every day and keep to sticking to your you know plan for yourself to have a better to accept your body more you know what I mean and yeah that's gonna spark something great and then you're gonna keep wanting to do that and then one day you'll realize you're at the point where you want to be like you one day you'll you'll wake up and realize oh my god like I fucking love my body like I love the way I look because I've been nourishing and feeding it and taking care of it better it's awesome like it's it's just great so that's my biggest tip and the last little you know little thing I gotta say is that might make you and someone else feel better about their body image is compliment people whether they're strangers whether they're your friends or your family I love doing it to strangers sometimes I'm a very like kind of shy person though when I'm in places but if it's like the right exact right timing and the exact right moment I will compliment someone typically on just like their hair or their nails or their maybe their outfit um and it's women I usually I've only really only ever complimented women um no actually I've complimented a couple men um not because I was hitting on them it really doesn't even matter their age or anything um if I just think they look nice or they have something extra on that or just their hair or anything that is nice like uh you know I'll say it like I have no problem with that I used to be really weird about that stuff um or just too shy to but fuck it (laughs) who gives a fuck Literally, who gives a fuck about anything anymore? Especially everything that's gone by, through in the past two years. Like, <laughs> who gives a fuck? People will love... People fucking... I love when people compliment me and when it's when it happens. I fucking love when people compliment me. It's so just nice. It makes my day. It probably makes their day because they, they complimented someone and made them feel good. So I love doing that. I love comp- complimenting other people. Because... I know that's gonna make them feel good at least at least for an hour you know what I mean at least for a couple minutes it's gonna make someone else feel good about and you never know if they have bad self-image or bad you know if they don't think they look good or they love themselves or anything like that so a, co- a little compliment can go a long way it is very nice to do for anybody any age anybody it's just a very nice thing to do so I encourage you guys to do it if you see something you like not in a creepy way <laughs> not in a in a fucking predatorial weirdo freak way (laughs) but if you see something you like or you think someone looks nice whatever whatever just tell them like hey your nails are cute or you have your i like your hairstyle it's really cute or whatever you know what i mean do it it's very it feels good so um yeah that was a pretty solid episode i think um thank you guys for listening to um this part two, if you haven't listened to the part one, go ahead. Um, they don't have to be in any particular order. I just get into a lot of different other things in the first, uh, the part one. So 
yeah thank you guys for listening so much and i hope you enjoyed it and i'll see you next time